been on my mind all day like come on Anita if you don't know the song I'm not telling you Miss Anita Baker what a gem I just cannot stop thinking about that song and haven't had a chance to listen to it because you know me fresh off of a 16 hour shift and instead of recording on the weekends when I'm usually free like a sane human um I just decided to record literally the day before I dropped because, y'all, when I wait, it seems like gems just come to me. They just come to me. Um, And so I'm glad that I wait until the day before I drop because I always get new things or new information or new perspective on things that I was already going to talk about. And it just makes it so much better. So welcome back. To Tiffany Tune Up, a podcast in which I overshare and overthink. Oh, you know, I have been told several times uh, throughout my adult life and recently that I'm an overthinker. So shout out to the people who point out to uh, overthinkers that they are overthinkers. So now we have to overthink why we overthink and how we can stop overthinking. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all. <laughs> for um assisting in the process no but seriously though I've heard that a few times and I just I don't know I don't know what it is but I guess I'd rather like be overly planned I mean first of all Virgo just period we love we overthink everything and you can't tell us different but that can be um a hindrance sometimes because I think it stems Or it can attach itself to um, trying to have control over everything, right? And no matter how planned or how good you are or how thought out you are, there is still room for variable of things not to go your way or not to go in a favorable way. Because really that's all it is. You trying to assure things go favorably, for you and to be honest you really just don't have any control over that even though I know that I will still try to think a thing out um, until it is as favorable as I think it can be um, on my end like I know I can't control other people but I definitely try to keep a cap on my end but that doesn't work either so I'm really it's so funny because as as, um, easy going or as fun loving as I do think I am I can be very serious sometimes and maybe sometimes where I need to loosen up um there are some areas where you cannot tell me that I need to loosen up because I know better um but in general yeah I mean I could that's why I travel y'all because that's that's where I really shine (laughs) because in everyday life it's difficult and I think it's because um I am so dependent on me So I don't really, I have a support system. I have great friends and family. um, But in general, just as far as like my daily happenings or my well-being in uh, 
yeah, in general, it's all me. Me going to work, me buying my groceries, me paying my bills. So I do tend to overthink a lot because every little step I take, hey, when you will be there, every little step I make, I will be too. Girl, I can't sleep at night and toss and turn. Listen to my telephone. I don't know the rest, so I'ma stop here until I embarrass myself. Eh, eh. No, but for real, like every little step I take, um, it's all like everything falls on me. So it's easy to be an overthinker when you are just, I don't know, constantly concerned about your future or your next move or, you know, that type of thing. So I'm going to try y'all. I'm going to try real hard to relax and in efforts to do so. Tonight's indulgence, y'all, y'all might hear me eating. You might not. I'll surprise you. Um, it's brought to you by Motor City Wine, in which I have picked up a bottle of my favorite this weekend while hanging out with the lovely Cree from my Work Wives Matter Wigs Don't episode. Um, one of my work wives who has moved to California to pursue her dreams, and I miss her dearly. Um, our flight left out today. Wheels up. Be safe, honey buns. Um, don't think she's made it back to Cali yet, but I'll check on you soon, baby love. And um, we went out uh, for her one of her cousin's birthday, and I was able to pick up a bottle of my favorite. It's a sweet red. It's a Spaniard red. Um, so it's a little bubbly on the bubblier side, and it's called Bachi Dolce. Um, I don't have the bottle in front of me, so I can't assist you, but bocce dolce. Again, if you don't like sweet, it's not for you. It's bubbly. It's not for you, but it's so good, and it definitely hits you on the back end. And I know y'all probably wondering, are you cheating on Hennessy? I'm not cheating on Hennessy. It's, it's the middle of the week, and sometimes, you know, Hennessy can come along. But when I work long shifts, like I've been working, um... So, for example, it's almost midnight and I have to be up in like four hours. So, um, there will be no Hennessy on this evening. We'll do wine. And then I picked up um, a treat from one of my favorite bakeries, Milano Bakery. It is um, close to the Eastern Market for my Detroit people, if you know where the Eastern Market is, historical Eastern Market, where you get your fruits and veggies on the weekend, on Saturday, and then on Sunday you go and you support your artisan shops and things of that nature. So um, I got today from Milano a key lime tart, and it is amazing. And it's the little things, you know. Um, weekend Rewind. I, y'all... I had a rough weekend slash yesterday. Emotionally, couldn't tell you what it was. Could be some, you know, hormonal things. You know, women, you know how we do in conjunction with our bodies and the things that happen to us once a month that, you know, should come in the form of an email. Hey girl, hey, you're not pregnant, but mother nature is a bitch. And so we have to get full on a dramatic ass week or so of your body letting you know that you're not pregnant. So that being said, emotionally, I I don't know y'all. I had just been in a really, really, really 
just tough, tough place to the point where I didn't want to do anything, didn't want to go anywhere. And I did a lot of self-love, like I said last weekend. So last episode, I actually did things this weekend. I missed a lot of opportunities to do self-love and I just wanted to be barricaded in the house. Um, didn't want to do much, which backfired because (laughs) I didn't go grocery shopping. Um, I wound up not doing laundry. I am really in the middle of a phase in which I've been in uh, my current apartment for a year now. It's been a year and I didn't do much decorating and I really wanted to change that this year and so I have furniture you know I have those things but there's really no aesthetic the walls are very bare it's very boring um and initially I was like I don't really have a lot of company like that like who am I trying to impress I'm just grateful (laughs) that I have a decent apartment and a decent area and it's clean and you know the bare minimum but sometimes aesthetic changes your vibe and it helps your mood so I really really want to um you know put some paintings up y'all put some stuff up maybe some shelving I really want a book nook y'all like since I've been um or did I tell y'all last episode I don't know so I'm trying to get back into reading a lot and for those of y'all who do audibles kudos to you I'm guessing audibles are very similar to listening to a podcast so I think I could but I'm just so used to that hardback or that softback I just like turning the pages I love to hold a book in my hand and maybe is that maybe I could listen to audibles and then if I like the book go back and buy the hardcover um but I am currently reading I got three books. Um, One, I think, is Midnight by Sister Soldier. I read it, but I need to revisit because I was super young when I read it. So I remember nothing about it. Um, And there's another one. I don't remember the author's name, y'all. And I'm not not going to go get the books. They're far, far away from me. (laughs) But I think the title is Own Your Glow. And um, maybe I'll revisit it next episode and I'll give you the author. I I actually, what I'll do is I'll give you a review when I'm done. And I am, so I haven't started those two yet, but what I did is start a James Baldwin book and it is um, Giovanni's Room and Giovanni's Room. I'm sure some of you are already familiar. I'm late to the game. Sue me or whatever. Um, And Giovanni's Room is about a young man. Uh, African-American man who struggles with his sexuality. Um, He has a girlfriend, but he also struggles with having feelings for men. And and, um, it's really an interesting read because you think books, you know, from back in the day, um, which it ain't that long ago, but, you know, they are dated or, you know, some of the things are maybe not be relevant to today. But, honey... Oh, this book is a good read. And if, if nothing else, it definitely makes me want to go to Paris. Like some of the setting is New York. I haven't been to New York in a while. And so that would be cute. But then some of it is in Paris and baby, oh, just the way they fancy about the streets in the book. I would love to um, go to Paris. I have not been. And, you know, to be honest, I probably won't be going anywhere out of the country as long as uh, 45 is in office. Y'all people who put this man in office I don't even much want to go down the street 
it's unfortunate to be from Detroit and live literally walking distance from Canada and you really just don't want to go. Um, I'm going to Carabana in August and you know, <laughs> that's about, I guess that's about the, the furthest I'll go. Um, even though it's out the country, you know, when you're from Detroit, it doesn't seem like it because Canada is right there. Um, but other than that, I, I don't plan on going too many places while 45 is sitting on his orange uh, orangutan throne. I'm straight. Um, whenever y'all boot that man out of there, I think about taking some trips out the country. But until then, it's local trips and fun and uh, Carabana in August. And that's that about it. So, um, so that's what I'm reading. Um, let me know what you guys are reading. I am trying to take on, you know, two or three books every couple weeks. So if you got something good you're reading, uh, let me know. Tiffany tuneup at gmail.com. Send me your good reads, uh, because I'm interested and I'm making the time in my downtime. And so sometimes at work, I have downtime, not much. Some days I do, some days I don't here lately. I have not. And I'm mad because Giovanni's room is getting real good and I can't get back into it because when I get home, I'm dead. And at work, I haven't had the time. But when I do get downtime, I do turn those pages. So y'all let me know what y'all out there reading. Um, today's episode, now that I'm done ranting and raving about <laughs> about uh, my weekend and things, um, I just want to address real quick. And this might be one of my shortest episodes ever, y'all. So stick with it. Maybe, maybe not. Um, let's talk about... Um, I had some follow-up from the B. Scott conversation we had on last podcast um, because I saw a new video uh, with one of her associates, uh, B. Smith's, did I say B. Scott? Y'all don't know what I said. B. Smith's <laughs> um, situation and because um, B. Scott is an um, entertainment blogger. He is here for the girls, but B. Smith, that we discussed last um, episode, her her husband and his girlfriend, Alex, whatever, Alex, whoever, because y'all know I don't care. It's Alex something. Um, but there was a guy doing an interview um, who was an associate of both of them, both the husband and B. Smith, and he knows Alex. So they all kind of run in the same circle, okay? Um, that's just kind of how this works. So he did an interview on some show, and this guy, he uh, has a podcast. Cannot remember his name. I don't. Let me see if I can find it while I'm talking to y'all. But he did an interview, um, and he wound up giving some more information or shedding some more light on the situation in which... Um, he was in the Hamptons. Um, okay, so the guy, his name is Paul Wharton. That's the friend. And he happened to be around at a party where the husband and the girlfriend Alex was at. And obviously B was not there because it was a pool party. It was in the Hamptons. And so it was somewhere where she probably, you know, couldn't really do much or be, you know, be tended too much because you know, there's a lot going on, right? So, uh, Paul gives an account of being at this party and he even has receipts, y'all. He has video, y'all. I'm looking at the video now, right? And so, he is actually being crafty and um, cunning because he strikes me as the type, baby. He actually is doing a fine, fine job of 
really taking video and pretending like he's schmoozing with the um the people there which he is he is schmoozing right but he's doing it in such a way that in the background you can see the husband and the girlfriend they're in the pool they're having a great time um and the site that i'm uh, sourcing is for harriet um the blog site so if you go on for harriet and the post was put up on february 8th and the guy you'll see it, it says watch b smith's friend paul wharton share some of his concerns about her husband's relationship with the girlfriend so if you're looking for the post that's where you can go on for harriet so he gets into talking about an account in which um him alex the husband and B, I guess they were at dinner or somewhere at an event where they decided to bring B out. And there was a moment in which B, the husband was talking to Paul and he said, you know, B is one of the sweetest, most kindest, most beautiful women I ever met. And the girlfriend, Alex, kind of slapped his hand like, oh, my God, how could you say that? Like, I'm sitting right here and you're calling her the most sweetest, kindest, beautiful person you ever met. But I'm sitting right here. And Paul was kind of like, girl, that's his wife. You out of pocket and out of place, Pollyanna. And <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, doggone well, ma'am that this man is still married and he has the right as much as I don't like him gallivanting y'all relationship but since he gonna go ahead and go forth with it this man is still married and he is still actively letting people know that he's married and you for sure know that he's married so if he wants to say anything about his wife she uh the nastiest bestest cleaning the house she he is well within his right and you have nothing to say your opinion and your voice is invalid as to how he expresses his love and his um, affection for his wife, who is still his wife, no matter what state she is in. So, ma'am, have several seats. But if that was not bad enough, if that was not bad enough, um, then he goes on, Paul goes on to say that there was another incident where, I don't know if B... Maybe she did something or she was touching something or whatever happened. Because again, for those of you who missed the last episode, she has uh, Alzheimer's. And so, you know, she's really not in a, a good cognitive state and not able to take care of herself. So her husband is caring for her full time. And there was an incident in which Paul witnessed Alex kind of smacking B's hand or like grabbing her hand as if to say, I, I, like she's her child and she's the mother. That's is where I draw the line. Now, initially, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter the race of the girlfriend or what's going on because a lot of people are up in arms that she is um, caucastic, a European woman. Um, but this is what I will say. Because initially, uh, my thoughts were, hey, if all these people were friends, because supposedly the girl Alex was a friend of the husband and of B. Again, I don't want to keep repeating because, again, we did discuss this last episode. So go check it out. Um, so you can catch up mustard, <laughs> but I had to bring up that because it's valid. But in general, here we have a woman who is essentially jealous of B and really what she wants is the number one spot. That's really what it is. She wants the spot and she probably can't wait till something happened to B or B passes away. But here's the thing again, Alzheimer's does not equal death. She is not dying. 
she is still here. And um, unfortunately for you, girlfriend, wife, want to fake, want to be wife or whatever, she was in good health. She was in good physical health before all of this happened. She worked out. She was in good health. So you you may not get that spot if you ever get it for many, 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 many years. Um, so chill. Chill on, chill on B. And what I'll say about that is she seems to be a danger. She seems to be a danger to B. She's very jealous of B, and she ought not be nowhere near her. And that's period. If he's going to continue to date her, he needs to date her outside of the house. And she need not have a room in that house. She need not be nowhere next to B because the fact that she thought she had the caucasity, audacity to touch her um, in any way, that's not your child. That is his wife. You are to be hands off, period. Somebody deal with her. Because I cannot. I can't. I heard that and I was livid. So if you can't take being number two, girl, then you ought not be in a relationship with a man who is still legally married to his wife, no matter the the capacity that she holds right now mentally. So um, somebody get her. Because somebody going to get her. Um, if... if, if uh, if he don't handle that very quickly. So I'm so glad I ran across that because baby, the tea is so hot. It's so piping hot. And I just, furthermore, all jokes aside, you know, that's somebody who I could see really, uh, really, really putting B's life in danger based on her jealousy and wishing that she was, you know, the number one. And that could be, she probably won't do anything as obvious as physically harm her but I can definitely see her spiking the tea or or uh, poisoning the oatmeal or something so she needs to be very far away from that whole situation um until things are different or in her favor or whatever she thinks may be um so there's my thoughts on that so this weekend uh was the Grammys I did not watch them however you guys kept me very very entertained uh, with your commentary, I did uh, notice or see that um, one J-Lo, Jennifer of the Lopez, uh, was hired? Uh, is that the word I'm looking for? Um, summoned? Uh, asked to um, do the Motown review? And I personally am quite confused as to why anybody thought that that was a great idea. Um, We all know as a community, black, white, Latina, um, the whole community, that um, J-Lo is bubblegum singing at best. Like she's bubblegum and and pop, pop, doo-wop dancing has always been her thing. Singing has not. And that's just facts. So why we thought it was a good idea for her to do a tribute to anything, um, no less Motown, when we have so many, 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 many choices and options uh, for people who could have done that is beyond me. I am baffled. Um, and Ha Ha Davis voice, like I'm baffled and it's beyond me and I am astonished because I just think people just be pulling shit out of a hat when they come to these award shows. Now nah, they don't. I don't even think they consult people anymore. They just do whatever, and it's unfortunate. Um, so really, there's that. Um, I did catch a, a couple of clips. People sent me clips because they were like, "Girl, please talk about this on your podcast." I can't even. 
Alicia, I don't know, doing her tribute to some of the artists in the audience. One thing I'll never understand about Alicia, I'll never understand, um, is how you play a whole instrument and you still sing flat. You literally have an instrument guiding you. You literally are stroking the ebonies and the ivories and still manage to sing under the pitch. I don't know, y'all. It makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me sad. And so the, the clip I did see, honey, all bad, all bad. Um, also, some things that were all bad. Um, let me just randomly go through some of the fashions that I saw. Wow. Um, where do I start? Because And I'm going to just do the red carpet. We're not even going to talk about actual show fashions but I'm just gonna do it at random I found a post that has most of or the majority of the people who were there so if you were watching obviously you probably saw most of these red carpet looks so if you didn't um you're gonna have to look them up and I'll just do a best of job that I can vividly describing I think I'm pretty decent at uh telling things in detail so I'm just gonna look up some of the the more important people are people who I recognize and um, let's give you a rundown on kind of what they have on and, and um, my uh, fashion commentary about what they have on. So let's start with Katy Perry. Katy Perry has on a, oh man, I don't even know what this is, a strapless number. It's pink and silver, so it's like an ombre situation. Uh, the silver is bleeding into the pink, and then the bottom of the dress, I don't know what kind of material this is, but she really looks like a pregnant Teletubby. But the like her middle, uh, her waist is cinched, but like, I don't know what this faux hip thing is but it's all bad because her hair looks great her makeup looks pretty natural she looks good um teardrop earrings but this, i don't know what this is why katie why i'm upset um moving on to kylie jenner first of all all y'all jenners can I, I have no time for the Jenners or the Kardashians, y'all. I just don't have a lot of time for them. It's exhausting looking at them, talking about them, being anywhere on the same hemisphere as them. They are a lot to deal with. Kylie has on some type of bubblegum pink chiffon number in which... Oh, my God. The pants aren't so bad. I don't know what this cinched silver belt. Well, I don't know what was the thing with the pink and the silver this year. I don't know if that's what's going on for spring. I'm going to assume because a lot of people had that on. Then she had these gloves on and they weren't bad. But this top, honey. Oh, my God. It looks like she took a curtain and then was like, let me hurry and put this on because I got to go. I had to feed the baby real quick. Um, I got to tend to the daddy and then I got to go. Like, listen, y'all, the pants, not so bad. The top, I don't know what's going on. And then her hair, like her face looks uncomfortable. She looks like she knows that she made a terrible decision um, picking this outfit out. Um, next up, 
Let's just get straight into it. I should have started with this. First of all, congratulations to one uh, Miss Cardi B uh, for winning the uh, Grammy that she won. And kudos to her because she went from the pole to the press in a matter of two years. And it just, it's so inspirational. Like y'all can say what y'all want to say. I get inspiration from many, many women, so it's not just Cardi, but I just love her hustle. People talk crap about her being ghetto or whatever. Say whatever you want, okay? It's fine. Um, But what you can do is take away her achievements or her accomplishments. And I even heard that she deleted her Instagram because y'all were bothering her. Here's the thing, sis. Um, What what I want for Cardi the most is... um, I can't wait till she gets out of her 20s and then like get in, into her 30s and start really realizing that people's opinions don't matter, um, that people are trash and that she is probably richer than all the people who have all these opinions about her that don't matter. Um, so definitely congrats to you, Cardi. Um, there's that. And Cardi wore, oh man, how can I describe? She also had on some bubblegum pink looking situation, but uh, the bottom was of a very mermaid-esque, uh, very mermaid-esque, and it flared out like a clam, and she had pearls. It was a vintage outfit. I forgot who, but it was a vintage runway something situation here's the thing as odd as it looked it was very couture couture honey um and she had like a sheer bodysuit situation and um like a nude bra and next to her ruining the shot ruining all the shots um next to her was one cephas um aka one of the three Migos, future, her still husband. <sighs> Did I say future? What's this man? Y'all, I'm tripping tonight. Cephas. We're going to go with Cephas. The Migo. Offset, child. Listen, both of them, whatever. They both trash, to be honest. So, Offset from the Migos. Um, <laughs> standing here looking like... Y'all, I don't know. He, and I get it because what he was trying to do, and if y'all see him on a daily basis um, with the Migos, with his compadres or whatever, he is very gaudy bright, um, always wearing something ridiculous that looks ridiculous, but he knew it was her night. He knew he was she was going to win. And so somebody probably told him, like, don't you show up with them bangles and jangles on your coat pockets and and all your lime green shoes. You better show up as an accessory. And that's it. That's your job tonight. You are to accessorize with Cardi. You are not there to be looked at. You're really just there because you're married to her, to be honest. And we really if we could do without you, we would leave you there and it's so funny because I made a post um on Facebook and boy y'all men it's it's a guy who got in my comments y'all I don't even talk to this man I went to high school with him but I don't know him per se and um and I just made a a, a post basically saying you know ladies you know you you see how Cardi was looking like she literally looked like a, a work of art her poses were great whoever is advising her like her her stylist and everybody she has a great team and then you look to your left and you just see offset just kind of standing there like just really just 
really dull in her uh, her moment. He should have he should have just moved to the side and just let her take the picture. Like we know y'all married. We know she's not leaving you. I mean, in 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 uh true, you know, this was supposed to be a, a Valentine's Day episode. Valentine's Day is Thursday, y'all. So whatever, whatever. I decided not to make it solely focus on that. I dibble and dabble out of, you know, some things. But in, in the spirit of when, you know, when I um discussed them in previous uh episodes about you know him cheating and his infidelity and cardi really needing to really move on you know i've been cardi first of all if i have to point out again that it's really hard leaving a sagittarius y'all ask beyonce um ask cardi it's sagittarius man they will just do a number on you. It's just something about them. They're a lot of fun. They're big energy. Um, oh man, I don't even want to get to all the other details. But basically, I can only speak for Sagittarian men. But Sagittarian men, it's really difficult to leave them. They just do do something to you. They got a hoodoo and a voodoo. And so, <laughs> in general, it's just it's hard. But it is hard to also leave somebody that you're married to. And somebody you just had a baby with. You just had a baby with. So, I fully expected her to go back. Like, I wasn't ignorant at all. I was just hoping she wouldn't. Um, But it's going to take her some time. Because, let's just be fair. Again, Offset has had many, many opportunities to be faithful to Cardi. And he has chose many, many times to not. I don't think he's going to change. Most times, once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, in my experience, um, you do have a rare occasion where a man will cheat and actually learn the error of his ways and realize he does not want to sacrifice his family, uh, for a quote unquote good time. I mean, if Cardi ain't a good time, who is? And of course we're not in their personal daily, you know, life. So we really don't know how she is as a wife or as a mother. Um, but what we do know from the personality that we get, boy, if she a lot of fun. If you ain't seen the money video, if you ain't seen the video with city girls and, you know, slim fine woman with some twerking or whatever, she looked like a lot of fun. Okay. So I don't, I don't see how you could ever get bored with that foolery. But this guy I went to school with, um, you know, after I made the comment and I just basically said, ladies, just know that you can shine on your own. Like you don't. First of all, Offset has his own list of accomplishments. I don't want to take that away from him. He, him and Amigos, I think they contributed to uh, the Carter album Um, and they write. They actually do a lot of co-writing and stuff and they have their own uh individual albums as well as what they do with amigos and they have a lot of features and so they they offset has his you know money he's not out here bumming it out by any means necessary but cardi could just move on and just be amazing like you don't you don't think of cardi and be like oh offset but when you think of offset you be like cardi you know what i'm saying like he she is what to me, she is the magic in their relationship. As you can call her ratchet, you can call her whatever. But when you look at them, you don't look at them and be like, "Oh, her upset." It's more like, "Okay, girl," like <laughs> because she looks like the magic in the relationship. So here's this guy. He gets on my status and says, after I, you know, accused him uh, of accused Offset of not matching Cardi's fly, which he does not. Um, he said. And what would have been 
uh, what would he have worn to match that costume? And truth be told, Russell... Oh, Lord. Okay, let me back up. Because I said that if you continue to hold on to an offset, then you might be missing out on your Russell Wilson. So... Don't let an offset hold you back from your wrestle and you can be a Cardi all on your own. Something like that. So the man goes, and what would he have worn to match that costume? And truth be told, Russell is with Sierra because she wouldn't have left the house with that on. I pray this year, fellas, that you realize you are a Russell and Cardi who was just fighting Nikki a few months ago would be holding you back. Sir, sir, if you don't get your butt hurt self out of my comments, first of all, what Cardi had on was classy. It was not trashy at all. She was fully covered. Although it being sheer, it was not inappropriate. Like everything was intact. Um, sir, you, you one of those men who think you can control your woman by what she wear and what she don't wear or what she wear or what she doesn't wear dictates the type of uh, character um, that she has. So really your opinion is invalid, sir. Um, if you could just stay out my comments or not so I can use you as um, an example every time because you don't know what you're talking about, sir. Um, Russell wouldn't, wouldn't let Sierra out the house in that. You sound stupid because we don't, we don't do that. We're not governing women's bodies. Um, telling them what they can and cannot wear. That might not be something Sierra chooses to wear, but Sierra has been more naked than what Cardi had on at the Grammys several times in music videos. So I'm not sure what you're talking about, sir. Um, but you can um, exit stage left with that uh, comment because I, I feel like um, you're off brand here. Uh, moving on to the next outfit uh, that I hated so much from the Grammys. Um, one LMI, LMI, beady da da, boot up that LMI. Also took home a Grammy. Congrats for her. Here's the thing. I feel like she definitely missed the mark with whatever this blue chiffon and the shoes. Like we don't, we don't really do. We're not doing matchy matchy no more. I thought we weren't. And this blue ruched. Uh, Child, I couldn't tell y'all. Like, she really... And I, I forget how young, how young LMI is sometimes, too. I don't even think she's 25 yet. Super young. Um, but this uh, tube situation, it's it's a... Uh, oh, God. It just, she has a beautiful figure. The dress does nothing for her figure, y'all. And then she has on these same exact color platforms. They look dated. And then her hair is just kind of like, eh, mm, eh. Like, kind of like I'm going to junior prom and my date stood me up type of situation. And I feel like she knew she was winning a Grammy and she could have just did a little better. So her stylist is trash. The end. Uh, Tony Braxton. Uh, Tony. Mama Tony. She had on a sheer-ish purplish blue type of tribal print situation body con gown to the floor and well i'm not upset tony looks great um she looks amazing her body is amazing the wig y'all not so much i don't know What's going on? And for that reason, I was just on Facebook ranting about wigs the other day and how I would love to join in the revolution of wigs and wear wigs with y'all. But y'all, 
y'all wigs be looking real wiggy and I don't want to be that girl I don't I mean most of the times you can tell when somebody has a wig on anyway but it don't gotta be a wiggy wig it could just be one wig a wig with just one wig um oh man uh, I wasn't gonna touch Ashanti oh okay hair is amazing she has like a short coif situation going on but in the top, she looks like a panther, some type of crushed velvet situation. And in the bottom, there's some type of gold sheet. It looks like a fitted sheet that she couldn't fold. And she was like, you know what? Just come on with me to the Grammys. Just come on, wrap around my waist and we going to the Grammys. Like, literally looked like she walked out the house with a fitted sheet around her waist and couldn't get rid of it. So I'm over it. Um, yeah, that was all bad. Um, you know, and, and, and Eve, okay, here's Eve, Mama Eve, as in what y'all really want, uh, it's right here with me, sounds y'all wanna hear, okay, so Eve is giving us, I am rich and I've really just come to these shows because I'm bored, um, she married her rich husband and she is not thinking about us at all anymore, um, her hair is just kind of in a swept up kind of updo situation she does not look bad she looks beautiful she's still showing her signature uh paw print tattoos um and she has like a black pantsuit number one piece it might it might be two pieces i can't tell because of this belt here it's a gold belt um she looks good she just looks boring as hell like why she look like she might be like a, a ceo of some type of business and um Maybe she took her suit jacket off, so she doesn't look uh, very appealing, per se. And last but not least, because I am exhausted, because these looks are killing me on the inside and out, the host of the Grammys, who was mainly a lot of the reason why I didn't watch it, because Alicia is not, Alicia Keys is not, nothing about her screams Grammy host to me. I don't care about her accolades or what Grammy she has won. She's boring. And there's just that. So, that being said, on the red carpet, she decided to wear Home Record Red. That is the color that she has on. And she has this uh, poof pony, which is it's cute. The hair is not bad at all. She has like a statement piece on, necklace on, and some studs. And um, again, her dress is a floor length uh, button up all the way I don't know it's like she trying to give us wholesome but here's a little tip just to let y'all know I'm not I'm a bad girl but I'm also a good girl so I'm gonna give y'all a floor length situation but also show a little Cleveland um but it, it is I don't know it's you know your outfit selections ain't never gonna be right as long as you're stealing people's husbands but hey uh that girl is on fire and her home record red so all right, girl, kudos to you. Clink, clink. Moving on. Other my Grammy, uh, <laughs> my, uh, Grammy fashion, uh, two cents, honey, that y'all did not ask for. Um, oh, look, I thought I was going to give y'all a short episode and I didn't. I don't know why I keep, so I'm going to stop saying that to y'all. But I actually have a, um, email from one of my tunicorns to address and I promised that I would address it. And so to Tiffany two cents um I'm going to go ahead and 
give this person an anonymous uh, name, although they did not ask to be anonymous. They did not specify that they didn't want to be. So I'm going to go ahead and make them anonymous. And so, um, let's see, what's a cute name? I'll go with Young Thugger. Sure, why not? Young Thugger writes, <clears throat> do you find it disrespectful to your mate or someone you're dating if your friend slash associate refers to you with words like sweetie, baby, honey, etc.? Whether they're hetero or homosexual, how would you deal with the situation if your partner is troubled? Well, young thugger, here is my uh, Tiffany's two cents about that. So funny that I got this um, listener letter because I actually was on Facebook um, the other day and I saved something that I saw and I feel like it's in conjunction with this uh, letter. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and pull it up and then read it to you guys and then give you guys my opinion. So the status I saw on Facebook was question. So if you're in a relationship, what is the appropriate way to put your arm around someone in a picture? Opposite or same sex, depending on what you prefer. Y'all, I'm so grateful for the days that I am no longer this person. And I'm not going to lie. In my 20s or, you know, when I thought I was in love, I would definitely have issue with, you know, another woman calling my man baby, sweetie, honey, Um, especially depending on the intent or what I thought was the intent behind it. Um, But me now, here's the thing, that's less of an issue, what somebody calls you or how you put your arm around them in a picture or what it looked like. It's more of the intent. Like, as long as it's respectful, and when I say respectful, just anything that you wouldn't want your partner doing, you're not doing. Um, Whatever y'all agreed upon in the relationship, I think when you start getting into things like your partner feeling trouble because somebody called you sweetie or baby or something like that, I think, or your partner feeling away because your hand placement was weird in a picture or it looked inappropriate. I feel like those type of feelings come from there being something deeper going on in the relationship or possibly there are trust issues really that's really what's going on and whether it be because the spouse the spouse actually has done something in the past or just because of the insecurities of the person who has the issue with the hand placement or the issue with somebody calling you honey baby sweetie there's something more to be examined there. It's really not that the person is calling you that or that the person feels like your hand placement is out of order. It's really a deeper rooted issue. And y'all need to get to the bottom of that. And most times it's already something that has already occurred and and that created trust issues within the relationship. So now every time they see something or hear something or somebody call you, a pet name or something endearing or give you a hug or anything like that, of course, they're going to be taken aback. 
or you know of course they're going to feel away because there's already broken trust within the relationship and if it's not a broken trust thing it's an insecurity thing that needs to be addressed within themselves or with y'all or maybe y'all need to go to counseling y'all know how I feel about therapy go 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 um if that's what you need to do but anytime you start getting into the the asinine uh business of feeling away because and 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 it's not no you know pick me answer or I'm just trying to you know sound like I'm agreeing with the guys or whatever this literally is me like literally me if I was in a relationship right now and I had you know my spouse and I saw a picture of him hugging another girl or you know her hugging another woman or his arm around another woman or whatever that's not gonna bother me as much as what was the intent in the picture are y'all you know co-workers are y'all you know I'm my world is revolving around artists my world revolves around artists so are y'all in a play together are y'all doing a role together is that your co-star like are y'all a partner you know what I'm saying so there's so many things that could be going on um and my concern would be less of what's happening in the picture and more of what is the intent behind what's happening. Now, of course, if I see a picture of you slobbing somebody down, that's not going to feel right with me. Um, but if it's a kiss on the cheek or anything like that, because at the end of the day, that's not going to break the relationship. What's going to break the relationship is the intent behind it or what's going on. If there's anything, um, I don't want to say devious, but there's, if there's any underlying thing going on other than what, is going on in the picture. So I I don't necessarily think, you know, endearing names are a threat per se or something that would really make me feel a way. I would say back in the day, maybe, but also I would say to a certain person, I'll just reference a certain relationship I was in because I kind of knew that person wasn't right. And I really didn't have the proof I needed per se, but I kind of knew in the back of my mind. So of course, when somebody called him sweetie or baby or gave him a hug or something like that, it would strike me away because I, I knew he wasn't right. And of course that came to be true. Um, so yeah, it's going to strike me a different way. But if I have a partner that I know is being true to whatever we agreed upon or true to our relationship and, you know, being supportive, yada, 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 um, being all the things I need them to be. And I don't have any trust issues and my level of security is high within myself and within the relationship. I'm not flinching. I'm not flinching if somebody hug you or honey you or whatever, as long as it's within a level of respect, as long as they're not walking up and slapping you on the butt or, you know, just any, any little thing, because here's the thing. Um, most times your spouse, because your spouse is in tune with you or your spouse cares for you in a way, um, that is deep. They know when somebody else wants you. And that's the thing too. Sometimes your spidey senses be up and there, there might be people who can hug you or or shake your hand or whatever they're going to do. And it's cool. But then there are some people who be blatantly flirting. Like they know they want you or they know, and they want your spouse to know too. Like, yeah, if you mess up, I'm here. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you do the fool, I want you to know I'm two steps behind you. So I'm waiting on you. You know, people will try you. Especially if they think or if they see that you're not flinching or they see you kind of cool about situations because they they they're looking for a reaction. So if you do find that your spouse is 
a little up in arms about a certain person that might be doing it, check yourself too. Check your surroundings. Make sure and, and don't play that. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't think she liked me, or oh, I didn't know he liked me, but he just being nice. Like you, you know, if somebody flirting or somebody really like you, and sometimes those that then will come off them calling you that or them hugging you in a certain way will then come off as an advance, and then that will strike a chord. You know, with your mate. Because a lot of times, again, your mate does know when somebody has an interest in you beyond, oh, this is just my homie, or we was just hugging. Like, so don't play the stupid card or act like you don't know when somebody hitting on you or whatever. But we, if we just talking about a friendly situation, a friendly hug, or this my coworker, or we was all at the Christmas party, or we danced together, that's another thing. Like, I don't care who you dance with. Like, that, listen do you like we out here here we're having a great time again as long as it's not nothing that you wouldn't want me to do or something that would put you in a bad way I'm good with it I'm fine with it like that somebody calling you sweetie honey baby that's not really gonna take me off my orbit but what will take me off my orbit is anything that I deem or we deem or we talked about that I might feel is disrespectful so you really just gotta check with your mate if your mate is not cool with somebody else calling you sweetie baby honey yada yada then yeah that's something that you got to kind of respect and if you feel like it's ridiculous then maybe that's somebody you can't be with but if again somebody like me who i don't really have a problem with it as long as there's no disrespect going on or there's no you know blatant like Oh, yeah, no, I'm really flirting with your man. I just, you know, I'm going to play it off like, oh, this my homie, but I know you flirting. Like, that's a whole nother situation. And even flirting, that's a whole nother topic for another day. <laughs> but in general, if it really bothers your spouse and you really care about them, that's a conversation y'all need to have. And, it, and that's something that you can nip in the bud if you really care about them. And if it's, if you feel like it's not that serious and you express them, your, your concerns to them, you know, hopefully... You know, they'll be open to it and y'all can come to some type of happy medium. But it sounds like these some these type of questions usually stem from some type of hurt or some type of thing going on in a relationship that's already been a, a sore spot. So, yeah, you got to kind of check with your spouse with that type of thing. And, um, young thug, I hope it works out for you. If you want to send me an update, <laughs> let me know and I'll read it. And again, I'll keep you anonymous. Um... So, like I said, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up for y'all who are in love and got y'all booze and all of that. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. I hope you get all the things that you want. And for those of y'all who are not in love or who don't have a spouse, uh, maybe use the opportunity to go out with a friend or hang out with your homies or, you know, do something nice for yourself. Um, I wanted to have a Valentine's Day party, but... I got so overwhelmed with the details, honey. I let it go. I think I waited a little too late to put it together. Um, But maybe next year. Hopefully, I'm not single next year, y'all. I put it in the universe. But (laughs) um, I think I waited a little too late. So I won't be doing that. But I'll probably go see um, What Men Want this weekend with Taraji. Um, I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to get my nails and things done. Um, And just do, you know, some girly maintenance and... um, yeah, you know, and just treat myself. Maybe go to dinner. I don't know, maybe get a heart-shaped pizza. Hang out with my homie. So it don't have to be a sad affair um, if you don't want it to be. So um, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. Again, uh, 
Tiffany Tune-Up can be found on most major podcast networks, the Spotify, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, and uh, email me if you want your letter to be read next, your advice, Tiffany Tune-Up, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. It has been real. I love y'all. Have a good rest of the week, and I will talk to you later. Thank you.